Hi, this is Tony Tolado, and this is Sci-Fi Talk, the podcast on how sci-fi, fantasy, horror, and comics help us explore our own humanity. My next film that deals with time, and in particular, going back to the past, is Dimensions, A Line, A Loop, and A Tangle of Threads. The filmmakers in a moment. As we look at the film Dimensions, A Line, A Loop, A Tangle of Threads, it's really a project of a couple we'll hear about, and it really is a 1920s and 30s sci-fi drama revolving around a scientist's obsession with going back in time to revisit a moment in his childhood. It features Camilla Rutherford from Gosford Park in Rome, Henry Lloyd Hughes from Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire and the Inbetweeners, and it premiered at the Cambridge Film Festival and outsold per screen the UK premieres of Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy, The Help, and Midnight in Paris. Not bad for a small, micro-budgeted film. We'll speak to the two filmmakers involved. This is a podcast of the video version available on my YouTube channel. We'll be referring to some pictures, and that was on the video version, which you can see on my YouTube channel as well. And I do apologize, there are some uh, technology problems with uh, a call, kind of connecting three people in the same room is not always easy. But let's get to the conversation about dimensions. Let's get to my conversation now about dimensions, a line, a loop, a tangle of threads. This is Tony Salato, and I host Sci-Fi Talk, and also the blogger on scifitalk.com. And I have uh, two very special guests today who are touring the United States on behalf of their uh, film that they put out. We're going to actually, the beauty of this multimedia way of doing this video-wise allows us to actually see and actually put out a new trailer and we'll get to see that and also some pictures behind the scenes pictures from the film so really give you a good idea of what the movie is about rather than just us talking about it we'll be able to see part of it as well so first let's uh welcome and go ladies first uh sloan (laughs) uren neely who is the director of the film and uh so, Sloan, while we have you here, why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about the movie? What's unique about this, and I, I certainly admire you both for doing this, is that you actually sold your house to finance the film. That, um, that's correct. So, t- tell us about this. It sounds like this was a dream project. It was. It was. We both worked in the industry for a while now. I worked my way up in art departments, both in the U.S. and, and the U.K., and I worked on big films and small films in the art department, um, Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince, Batman Begins, Being John Malkovich, I worked on Six Feet Under, loads of great TV shows and films, but um, Ant is a music composer, and we were both just trying to get more work doing what we do, and it was the, I guess the recession around 2008, and we thought, you know what, we actually want to go out and make our own film, and you know, Ant and was writing some scripts, and I wanted to direct, uh, although I hadn't actually even directed a short at that point. So we just went ahead and thought, well, we, we got to make this film ourselves, and the only real option to fund it was to to sell our house. So one day Ant said, well, why, why, why don't we sell the house? And I went, okay. <laughs> so I think it took longer than that. But um, it was the best and most viable option. It wasn't um, a necessarily a wise you know, financial decision, it's risky, but it's it's more a dream. It's like we had to go out and make a film, so we did what we needed to do. That's awesome. So, Ant, uh, from your perspective, uh, this is Ant Neely, who actually, you, you wrote the film, as I understand, too. You co-wrote it. 
I did. I, I he wrote it. Yes. Uh, I wrote the script. In fact, I write the you know, script for the film, and then I give it to Sloane, and I really hope she likes it. Otherwise, uh, <laughs> you like it. Uh, so, yeah. And not only that, but you also scored the uh, the film. Oh, did we lose you there? I did, yes. Glutton oh. for punishment. Uh, <laughs> oh, sorry, I lost, you. I lost you for a second. Yes, yes. Well, you know, we're we're dealing with technology, so uh, we'll just have to make uh, the best of this. <laughs> yeah. This is uh, this is still very, very much in its infancy think, as far as this is concerned. But, but, but that's cool. And I think it's Sucker uh, Crash, that was why. Oh, okay. Uh, those satellites, they never work when they want. So, uh, so why don't you folks tell us a little bit about the film? It's, uh, it's. I get the impression it's a time travel film, but it's a little more than that. So, Sloan, why don't you start us off? Um, well, we both like science fiction, obviously, and when it came time to making our own film, of course, as Aunt said, he write, he writes a script, and then I look at it. So, he's very kind. If I don't like it, we, we're not going to go ahead with it. Um, but we both like science fiction, and we had access to this beautiful property uh, that most of the film is shot on and so Ant kind of wrote it in a way a bit around the property as well knowing knowing what we had access to and um, yeah he just came up with this fantastic idea of a um, of a young scientist who's obsessed with traveling back in time and revisiting a moment from his childhood so that's that's the basis of the story but um, there there are a lot of it, it could either be seen sort of as you know an, a wonderful I guess drama that has you know love and jealousy and all sorts of other wonderful dramatic mm. elements but also as a you know a science fiction tale um, so I think you can sort of view it on many levels and and take from it what you will and and find clues here and there as to what's going on all right well what why, uh, why don't we uh, I'm going to do the screen share here and we're going to look at some of the shots from the film and um, well first of all here is uh, Sloan with uh, the Gort Award. Uh, so, so tell us about the Gort. The Gort was great. The first um, film festival we played was the Boston Science Fiction Film Festival in Boston, of course. And, um, yeah, we'd flown out from the U.K. to Boston. And, um, yeah, it was, it was a great festival. It, when we were there a year and a bit ago, it was already the 37th annual festival. And we were... Um, very shocked and extremely happy that we actually won best film at the film festival and the and the award was that gorgeous um, award called the Gort Award that I'm holding so that was that was truly exciting that was an honor. All right, so let's actually uh, talk about your actors a little bit here, and our first shot here is uh, Camilla Rutherford. Kind of talk about her and who she kind of plays. I, I have to, looking at the picture, the attention to detail in her costume, mm. and also even the umbrella, that's some, well, you're, that, this is what you do, but we knew that part <laughs> was going to be good. <laughs> but, I mean, really, really captures the mood of that time period. Yeah, well, I mean, obviously, because I come from the art department world, I did want to make it, you know, look good, and, and I had a great cinematographer, Simon Dennis, and great costume designer, and hair, and makeup, and, and a great set decorator, so, um, yeah, with all the elements and all the teamwork, everybody working together in this gorgeous location we had, which, of course, is very green and plush, and in the Cambridgeshire countryside, um, yeah, we just, we wanted it to, you know, hopefully be a good solid film and, and look beautiful as well. Um, so we had Camilla Rutherford, who um, is a wonderful actress, and she was in Gosford Park, and oh, yeah. she's, she's shot something this year that should be out soon. 
definitely in the UK, hopefully worldwide, um, a biopic called um, Fleming, about Ian Fleming. Oh, nice. That's exciting. Yeah. And, um, yeah, she's she's wonderful actress. She And she played, because um, our, I mean, it's about time, but there are two different time periods within the film. There's 1920s and 1930s, so there's the younger Jane, that's her character, and then the Jane 15 years on. So ah. she, you know, she had to play herself, or she had to play her character, in, you know, in, at two different ages. So she, nice. she did a wonderful job, yes. And Ant, what did she, what did she bring uh, to your words, uh, to both your words? Uh, that maybe, uh, I mean, did she have certain ideas too on how to play her? Uh, you know, when she came on set. Yes, I, mean, I think what was what was interesting is, I mean, it's the film's about the main character Stephen's obsession, and it starts off, uh, you know, almost innocent and childlike over, you know, at this the fun summer time in England and then as it progresses it becomes a different film and there's a section where it gets he I mean he, his obsession he, he really does descend into this world a little bit uh, and what was interesting is then we get a little bit larger and Jane really tempered that Camilla uh, in the moments where she just did you know he's quite wonderful sort of lightness and comedy times with bits that are actually quite amusing although it's about comedy uh, you know, this, this bit of darkness, and then and she just got something spark, and kind of, which is really interesting. Uh, and it's that's it's nice to see the audience be dragged down to see the dark place, and then go to interject a bit of lightness. And uh, that was that was very good. Cool. All right, let's uh, let's go on to. This is uh, Henry Lloyd Hughes, and. Um, this is your your lead actor, and talk yes. about talk about him and his character. He, he is obviously the obsessed one. Mm. <laughs> yeah, and he, he really really played it very well because I think an obsessed character can can be quite likable, and the choice of scene that it's it's all about him really. Uh, but we need someone to play it with sort of humanity. Uh, I think so much very closely with Henry to make sure that he is an even more character. Yeah. Just confused. Uh, mm. So, yeah, uh, that was, you know, just, just really nice to see it unfold that way. Uh, wonderful. Yeah, as Anne said, like, um, you know, if someone's that obsessed or could be seen as selfish, you know, they might not, as he said, come across as the most likely character. And yet he did. He was, he was, uh, he's extremely good at, you know, um, how, portraying the nuances and the subtlety of, you know, anybody's individual character, you know, sometimes they're nicer than other times and sometimes you can read, you know, what they're thinking or no, not read what they're thinking. So he's actually very good at the at the subtlety and, uh, you know, I'm very good at bringing across the character that I, that I hoped Stephen would be and I think it really shows on screen. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Cool. Here's another picture. Uh, this is... Uh, uh, this is with Olivia Llewellyn uh, yes. on there, a and kind of uh, tell us uh, kind of like the part she plays in this. She's wonderful. She she plays Annie, who is uh, a university um, college student studying you know mathematics and science. So first of all, she's like the only you know the only woman basically in in this class because you know in those days there weren't that many women in science and mathematics classes compared to the men and so she's very bright and she's very curious and you know she she's very interested in learning more about time travel so she becomes their assistant and I think she, her 
once again, she also she also did subtlety at well, and and she just beautifully portrayed Annie because there's so many different conflicting sides to you know what what she goes through and what she's thinking and how she has to deal with the people around her. So I think yeah, she just did a wonderful job of bringing Annie to life. Cool. And also here uh, we have young actress. Uh, uh, is coming up right now. Uh, hopefully, I'll be up in a second here. Here we are, and Hannah Carson. Yes. Oh, Han Hannah was fantastic. She, I think, well, she came from uh, a local school. We found out about her, and so we had um, the kids read. We had local kids from Cambridgeshire area read for the roles because um, because we aren't a big budget film. We couldn't bring everybody up from London to Cambridge. So only you know a, a handful, a, a few of the adult actors. And, you know, like my DOP and a couple of others. Um, so we wanted locals. And she apparently, I think she'd only actually been in one school play. Uh, and we had her come in and read. And, and truth be told, and I, and I think she would say this as well, her, her reading, uh, you know, it wasn't, it, she, she wasn't the best child to do the reading at the time. But there, it, it wasn't about whether you got the lines right or not. It was there was something magical about her and she's smart and she's bright and she's lovely and she just had all the qualities that you know it doesn't it doesn't matter that her reading you know could have been better on the day mm -hmm. she just knew exactly she just came across as our victoria and and that was it for me i mean we called her back again but i was sure that she was she was the one and she did a fantastic job she's just magical awesome that's great all right, and let's hear some. This is an interesting shot. Um, I guess this is part of his obsessiveness a little bit. Try to make that a little bigger here. Uh, that's pretty cool. That's a pretty dramatic shot, though. I really mm. like that shot there. Yeah. There's, there's one point where he's going through his calculations and he's trying to work out how to to make the machine work. Oh, and cool. He even believes in an infinite number of parallel universes. He believes every possible event and combination of events exists somewhere. Uh, so he's got these huge sort of, you know, ideas going around in his head. And he just runs out of space to <laughs> do his calculations. He's written on all the walls in his workshop. Everything's covered in, in chalk doors and he's run out of space. So he gets slate tiles, roofing tiles, and, and he lays them out. And this is him. He's doing his calculations outside in the garden with the gramophone on and with Annie helping. She comes and helps him. Uh, so it's just a way of, uh, you know, letting his mind run. That's amazing. That's really amazing. And, and I have to commend you both on the location scouting, because that that <laughs> scene is perfect. I mean, you couldn't design it any better, you know. The thing with that is we laid all the tiles out one night to shoot the film and short the calculations in the middle. We're kind of losing you a little bit there because of our technology. It's a wonderful thing, but sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, there you go. You are back now. Uh, yes, it, we chalked all the, the the slates at night with all the calculations, and then it rained. Uh, so oh. I had to get to five o'clock in the morning and do it all over again. Yes. <laughs> oh well. Hey, that's filmmaking. You know, you have yeah. to like adjust to what's going on. That's the fun. And uh, this is this is an interesting uh, shot. Uh, wait for that to pop up here. Is so we have Patrick Godfrey uh, and with uh, with Hannah. And who does he play in this? The, can you say? <laughs> yes. He's, he's the inspiration. Uh, when the kids are young, uh, Patrick's, uh, 
plays the professor. He's a uh, he's, he's just he's, he's like the school teacher you have that can you know just so inspiring, so interesting, and the kids meet him, and he's the guy that inspires Stephen to to think about these concepts and, and, and go in that direction. Mm. Uh, oh, so cool. it's. Uh, it's, it's wonderful to see you know, because that magical moment, you know, just understanding that you know the world is bigger and more complex than they possibly imagined. But there's so much to learn and explore. Uh, so yeah, it's a very inspiring character. Cool. Again, nice detail on the costumes, even the bows in her hair. I mean, okay. that's like. I mean, my my mother would watch this and probably uh, remember stuff from her her mother when she was young. Uh, it's just really good attention. And here's a nice shot of uh, Olivia Llewellyn too. Again, the hairstyles and and everything. And and you know what's in, what's impressive is the the quality of the actors that you got. Uh, you know, and that must have been quite a process to get the people in. There. Yeah. Well, um, I found I found a really good casting director who. Um, who's a casting associate with a very, very big British casting director, and she, uh, we talked, and she said, I, I know of a lot of, you know, great actors that I know of, or ones I've heard of, and she's very good about, you know, not only, you know, obviously watching films, but in London, a lot of the um, film and TV actors also do theater, so she goes to the theater a lot, so she, she's very much, Alice is very much in touch with, you know, who, who's doing what, and who's, who's great, and who, um, who you know who we should see? So she saw a lot of people, uh, showed us the tapes, and I I met a lot of people, and yeah, got to got to choose from a wonderful selection of actors. Uh, you know, it's too bad you can only pick one per role. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, amazing, amazing cast, and I was very very happy with them all. They're just they're wonderful talents, and they're all they're all going on to do you know other things, which is great. Henry right now is shooting in France in the new Madame Bovary movie nice. and yeah and Camilla like I said she's just done this um this Fleming uh, a British TV miniseries and Olivia's just been cast and the new t- uh, Showtime Sam Mendes executive produced film, um, TV show called Penny Dreadful so she'll be oh, wow. my regular in that so it's all very exciting that you know and they're all they're all so very talented that I, it's great that they're getting more and more work as they should yeah, it's great. It's great when you uh, you pick the right people and they move on to things. Uh, yeah. So obviously, here's some uh, just some behind the scenes shots here. Just getting actors ready. Here's another one of um, one of the actors getting uh, ready for camera. On uh, oh yeah, there's uh, Florence who did makeup and hair design, mm-hmm. and you know Cam- Camilla's already gorgeous, but of course you know like everybody on set she gets some makeup and so that yeah that's just before one of the shots just doing a bit of touching up good very good and, and let's uh let's kind of go behind the scenes a bit here here's both of you in the scoring stage i believe scoring the film um, yeah so kind of talk about that it looks like you had uh, uh you know at least some instruments there uh what exactly you know we can't see it all here but but what exactly did you have um, as far as uh, to score the film musically? We had uh, uh, 24 strings and nice. piano, uh, and we recorded at Mark Knopfler from Dire Straits. Uh, he's got a studio in London, which is used oh, for wow. TV work, uh, and it was a, a wonderful experience. Um, then we then augmented that with some samples to thicken things up and uh, you know just sort of expand the score, but. Uh, the actual the scoring session that was absolutely fantastic. It was magical. I mean, they're amazing. These people they sit down and they sight read a brand new piece of music and do it with such 
you know, in just such skill and, you know, they've only just seen it and so, so much emotion uh, and they played it twice. They played each piece twice and just nailed it. So it was, it was fantastic. That is nice. Uh, wow. Yeah, that's, that's, that's awesome that you can do something like that. And also here, here is um, some shots of Sloan at work, uh, you're, you know, talking to her, one of her actors here. As soon as it pops up here, here he is uh, with Sean Hart. Oh, yeah. Sean, Sean was great. Yeah, he's I think he's done um, a few short films and I think he might have done a feature too. But um, and, and he'd done theater as well. Uh, and so, yeah, Alice, Alice uh, found him as well. And he was just wonderful. He was perfect for Conrad. And, um, you know, we obviously tried to cast the child actors similarly, you know, to look slightly similarly to the actors when they're, you know, 15 years older. And it's not always easy because, right. you know, there, you know, there's so many th things involved. And, yeah, you want them to look somewhat similar. But, you know, you're not worried if they don't look spot on. So, mm. but he, yeah, Sean was wonderful. He he played Conrad perfectly. And, and I think what was nice about the way he and Henry, uh, so Conrad and Stephen, their their relationship. I mean, when they're children, then they're, they're they're cousins and they're very competitive. They're friends, but they're very competitive, and that relationship goes on throughout their adulthood. So it was really nice to see the way those the two actors work together to get that you know that competitive spark without you know going over the top. It's, they, they did an amazing job. More on dimensions, a line, a loop, and tangle of threads in a moment. Let's get back to the filmmakers of this interesting time travel movie. Uh, in this particular shot, I see like a blackboard. Is this like um, his uh, study kind of thing where he's working out some of the calculations kind of thing? Yeah, that's uh, what we call Stephen's workshop. So this oh. is, um, yeah, this is actually on the same property where where the house is, where the exterior is. So this was his workshop that we built up over months of time before we started shooting. So there's um, Henry and Olivia, and yeah, just just chatting between takes to, um, yeah, with, with the actor. To That's awesome. Probably try something, try something different. <laughs> well, what's uh, I mean, let me just switch off the uh, screen share here. So I'm back. Uh, here we go. Uh, what's what is interesting is, uh, I mean, how much time did you actually have as far as uh, shooting this, uh, shooting the the piece? Well, we shot really quickly. Um, I've worked on, you know, a lot of a lot of big features where you see the call sheet, and you know, it's sort of average to shoot maybe one script page to two and a half script pages a day on a on a really big feature. But we were shooting three and a half to six and a half script pages a day. So which is really quite quick. And so we shot in four weeks time a whole feature oh, film. Wow. <laughs> and uh and what about your post production? What was that like? That on the other hand was much longer <laughs> than, yeah. than, than you know um if this were a, a bigger budget film, uh, as in if we had, yeah, a lot more money, we would have, the, the post-production process would have been quicker. Um, you know, we could sort of pay for time, so to speak. But it took a little over a year to do post-production. So there's the editing and, and the visual effects and then the score. So, yeah, and the audio. So there was a lot to a lot to do and a lot to get done. But, um, we a lot of favors. A lot of people helped us out. So, uh, you know, it was people were trying to fit things in when they could and that sort of thing. So mm. it, was, it, was a, it was a very collaborative effort. The whole film. 
And and how uh, how how long did it take you to write the score for the film? To write the score, uh, I started playing with when we were filming. I started playing with motifs. I'd sneak away every so often. Not that I got much time, and play with motifs on the piano. Uh, and then I did some pre. I think when we were editing, I started to sort of comp some of those up into more orchestrally, you know, full parts. And probably about half of them we kept, and then half of them we lost. Uh, and then once I get, got the final film, then I think I sat down for you know, sort of three weeks you know, or a month and then started putting things into place and building things and throwing out what was, wasn't working and, and bringing in things into place and that sort of thing. Uh, so, yes, it's, it's, a, it's an interesting process. And then, you know, it's all done on computer and then you take the data file and take the uh, score and take the extra. Very cool. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, I mean, you can just... Uh, and we'll actually, I think, it, probably in about a second or so, we're actually going to watch the latest trailer, which is on your official YouTube channel. And uh, what's cool about that is that there's a lot of great behind-the-scenes uh, things, and you were wise enough to um, to have a camera when certain big things happened, and this way you got your immediate impressions of things. And there's some great stuff with uh, Sloan and also Ant, too really discussing how they made this. So let me try here, and uh, let's see if we can uh, do the, uh, where is the, no, no, I'm trying to find the YouTube uh, channel here. Ooh, oh, I'm sorry. He took another okay. <laughs> Is that what that was? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Look, I keep hearing those things that somebody's taking pictures. I know. I tried right. to turn off the volume, but it still makes noise. That's okay. <laughs> sorry all right. about that. So, uh, I, let's uh, let's do. Can you all see this now? The um, the. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to do that. Oh, it's okay. But can you all see the? Uh, turn that off now. The the am, am I off the screen and the dimensions thing is showing? Is that what's showing? Or? No, you you're no. still on the big screen. Yeah, okay. The small screen. So, uh, let's see if we can do this here. Uh, oh, actually, huh? That's odd. All right, let me try. Doing it this way. Now you should see it. Yes, we're doing So that. we're going to actually play the trailer now. Hopefully we'll get sound and all that good stuff. I've never done this, so this will be fun. But uh, let's 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 do it. And actually our mics will be muted, but then we'll come on afterwards. Yeah, I cool get all right, so here we go. Yeah, it doesn't seem to be working, unfortunately. Uh, let me try it a different way. Yeah. Let me try it a different way, and I'm going to... I love technology. Oh, I did that again last time. I don't want to do, I'm going to go to Sloan real quick while I fix that. <laughs> yeah, that was like uh, when you're on um, screen share, uh, it, it, it can be, it's, it's messy. All right, so we will go to this page, and let me switch to the YouTube channel, and hopefully that will work. All right, and this is the, all right, so now I'm on your page, and I'm going to try that. So I'll try the screen share again. And here we are. This is the official site for um, Dimensions. And I want to make sure I'm on it. Uh, right now I'm seeing Sloan, so I need to switch it. There we are. Okay. And I'm going to go to that now. And that's my own engineering. I love this. All right. Here we go. All right. So here, we're, this is the latest trailer. And hopefully this will, uh, will play here. Uh, it doesn't seem to be working for me. All right. Well, okay. That's a, 
That's a shame. We did try. <laughs> so, but uh, that, that, that's something that we'll have to work on a little bit technology-wise. So, uh, but anyhow, it is available. And um, oh, somebody, uh, people, I can ask questions. And somebody said, I cannot, I cannot wait for the trailer. So um, the best thing you can do is uh, you can go to my Dimensions page on SciFiTalk.com. It'll have the new trailer and the original one. And also, this will be on there too. But also, their official site, uh, you know, Dimensions. Um, uh, you know, YouTube has the, um, the the funny, you know, like URLs. So uh, the best thing is probably you can link to it from DimensionsTheMovie.com. Would probably be the easiest way, I would think. What's up? What's coming up for both of you? I mean, you're you're on a you, you the film is made. You're on a uh, you're you're touring right now uh, with the film. Uh, you've you've won so many awards, and uh, you know I have to commend you on that from film festivals really around the United States and some in the UK too, which is awesome. Uh, what's next for Dimensions? And we'll start with uh, Stone. Um, well, today um, Dimensions is being released released into the wild. It's being released worldwide on VOD, uh, which is wonderful. So. Again, people can find out about um, downloading it, streaming, etc. at uh, dimensionsthemovie.com. So we're very excited that you know people who haven't, because we have a limited theatrical release in the U.S., so people who haven't caught it at a film festival or haven't seen it in one of the cities we're playing in the U.S. Um, can can see the film, which is wonderful. We're, we're so excited that um, a few years later, it's finally getting out there t for the world to see. So, yeah, it's, it's an exciting time right now. Cool. And, and uh, Ant, what would, uh, I mean, is uh, besides the on-demand, is there going to be any more theatrical releases at this point? There'll be, uh, as far as we know, the... We're talking to the distributor. We, we've had we've had really good really good response. So we had you know for example we, we played at LA. We had two packed out screenings. So they said what they might do is the VOD and DVD will have a little one on iTunes, and, and then they'll do another series now for, uh, in a few months to another theatrical run. Which is great because it's lovely to see on the big screen. It's a big screen film. Oh, technology is uh, we our gremlins are back, but that's okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, so. Sloan, uh, let's talk about the DVD. What are what are their plans for the DVD? Uh, yes, there is a DVD in in the UK. Actually, the DVD is available from today, um, and in the US, the DVD I think will probably be coming out in the next um, couple of months. So that's exciting. Sorry. And the UK DVD is actually we didn't region encode it, so people can always if you want it elsewhere in the world or you want it faster, you can you can, you can order it from the, the UK. Mm -hmm. uh, and there's lots of extras on there as well. I think Sony will tell you about. The, uh, yeah, so, yeah, so it's yeah, it's available if 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 you have listeners in France. We have French subtitles. We have Spanish subtitles on the uh, UK DVD, so people can order it, you know, um, outside of the UK for the um, for the rest of the world. And then yes, the US DVD will come out later this year. And we have three different commentaries as well. So there's one with Ant and I, and then there's one with our um, sound mixer and sound, uh, but the sound mixer, uh, production sound mixer, and the audio post audio mixer, and then another commentary with Ant and our editor Adam. So and then on top of it, we've got outtakes, which are quite amusing, <laughs> and um, and our uh, trailer gallery and. The little things. 
And which, sorry? A couple of deleted scenes as well. And the deleted scenes, yes. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So we've tried to make it, we've tried to make it fun. You know, we're trying to put as much info in there as possible. Which actually is the point, I should tell you, I don't know if you know, Tony, we've got, there's a side project to this uh, called Project Pronos. Uh, it's a word Yes. So there's, there's that element. I don't know if we should talk about that too, maybe. Oh, absolutely. I want to hear more about that. Mm -hmm. I actually went to the site and, and was very intrigued by it. So uh, tell yeah. us a little bit more about Kronos. I'm curious. Yeah. It's all, I mean, it's got one day left, so there's one more post tomorrow. But it's the diaries of uh, one of the characters, Annie, who live in New Orleans. It's her diaries from the 1950s, where she remembers some of the, uh, the events, but also is was working on some of her own experiments at the time. Uh, so it's quite a, a fun... So, I mean, it works as a story by itself, but it's a compelling piece of the film. And you can, you know, you can read it before you see the film, or you can watch the film first and, 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 and look at that after. So, it's interesting just to explore, you know, the characters further. I love these kind of tie-in things like that. Uh, it just makes uh, it, it, it actually each medium makes the other one better. And so, it's like if you watch the film and you watch and you go on the website, you get. Really, the whole experience, and I yeah. think that's really, yeah. that's really cool. And then, and then, oh, sorry, I was going to say not to do anything by halves, and also <laughs> wrote uh, the novel version of the film. So first he wrote the screenplay, and then he wrote the novel, uh, and then there were some. Even though the story basically stayed pretty much entirely the same, the characters changed a little, and some dialogue changed a little. So the final uh, shooting script it mm -hmm. is a bit different from his initial script so therefore the book is not only a bit more fleshed out but it's slightly different which kind of makes sense uh, when you know about Stephen the main characters um, you know theories and philosophy about you know multi universes and, and things happening all at the same time so you know perhaps it's more the way it was in the book or perhaps it's actually really more the way it was portrayed in the film so it's um, yeah he He's done quite a lot of writing. Yeah, that's great. That's awesome. Yeah. And yeah, actually, and that's available. Uh, I think it's it's at iBooks. Is that right? Kindle. Kindle. Sorry. Kindle. Uh, excellent. Yeah, on Kindle. And Project Kronos, uh, I'm going to do in the next few days. It's on, on the the website. The word, if you do search for Project Kronos WordPress, you'll find it. But I'm I'm going to do that as a free iBook as well. So if you've got a uh, an iPad or whatever, it, it downloads it download all the media, so all the photographs, recordings, and all sorts of things, so that would be downloaded in one thing, so that will be, uh, I'll, I'll get around to that in the next few days, honestly. <laughs> well, that's cool. I'm. That's great. Uh, is um, is the book going to be available also on Amazon as well? Uh, yes, uh, it will. I think the way it's done at the moment, I think I have to stay, it goes around on Kindle for the first three months, and then we can go elsewhere, I can go elsewhere, and then I might see if I get some pockets for to look into that. Okay, all right, very interesting. Um, let me go back to me. Uh, <laughs> all right, so that's great. We actually have uh, a question. There's somebody that's watching us, so uh, it's uh, actually a very good question. Uh, it's they're, they're a media student, and they enjoy making short films, and they want to know if you both have any advice, and we'll begin with Sloan first on on making films. Oh well, um, let's see. I didn't. I did go to film school, but I have some friends who are in the industry who did go to film school, and of course, some uh, many who didn't, because you know, film school is sort of in in relative terms, you know, a newer subject or school. Um, but I would say, if you are at film school, I, I'm 
like you said, if they're already making short films, that's that's the way to do it. You just need to, you know, learn as much as possible, watch as many films as you can, read what you can, but most importantly, just make do films. it and make yeah. films. You'll learn, you'll make mistakes, but that's fine because, you know, everybody makes mistakes in that way you can, you know, don't be afraid to make mistakes, take risks, uh, learn what you know, but then, you know, learn the rules, but then break them. Because if you if you don't go out there and start making, just start making films, you're, you're not going to, you're not going to learn. You're not going to learn how to do it better. Uh, and you're not going to, you know, sort of grow as a filmmaker. So yeah, to, to go out and to, to make films, you know, whether they're very short or short or features, uh, yeah, the best thing to do is just go ahead and go ahead and do it and learn and watch and listen and keep your ears and eyes open and and be open open to the whole process and teamwork of filmmaking. Well, I think it's worth remembering as well, don't get too tied up in the te technical aspects. Yes, you need to learn about cinematography and audio and get those things right, but the, you have to remember that fundamentally it's about telling a story. So those things, you can have something that you know, looks and sounds amazing, but if there's no story there, it doesn't work. So it has to be a combination of, of those. And uh, I think there's, you know, technology, digital technology has leaked on so much, it's quite easy to get so tied up in making everything look and sound amazing. Forget that the story needs to be there as well. It needs to be a combination of all of, of, all of the above, really. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I at one point wanted to be a filmmaker, so I remember. I read the making of 2001 because uh, I was that was like my favorite film at the time, yeah. and uh, Kubrick had the best advice: just get a camera and start shooting. Yeah. But uh, but but you both touch on something very important. There is also the the technical side, but also you know how to how to tell a narrative, how to how to structure a story, how to shoot a story. Yeah. Uh, you know how to how to make a scene work between two actors. There's so many hats you have to wear when you make films uh, that people don't realize. I think it's one of the most difficult things to do, actually, and have them come out where uh, where they they just don't look bad. It's really really hard to do that. Yeah, and it's a funny like sort of synchronicity of you know of people and 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 uh, events and elements that come together. And you can have like you know a world famous fantastic director and a brilliant cast and a, and a good script and still come out with a movie that's not very good and it's it's amazing you know it does happen even with a lot of talent so it's there are so many elements and so many things that can or can't work so you know I'd say especially with new filmmakers it's like shoot what you can just go out there and shoot make sure you learn and get coverage so that you you know have shot it in a few different ways and so that you can edit it together once you're done with it and 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 start to have a feel of what works and what doesn't work and how best to portray the scene and what what you want the audience to get out of the story and the characters of, of you know each scene and each sequence and the whole film itself yeah, yeah. <laughs> It is a lot of work, but it's yeah, fun. Yeah, it, it sure is. <laughs> I, I commend you both for doing it, for what you did, and, and really the hard work that you put into this. This doesn't come together by magic. No, thank uh, you. It has yeah. been, it's been a long process. Yes, hard work, but good hard work. Yeah, that's good. I'm going to try one more thing, and I'm going to try to at least maybe play the trailer from my site, and let's see what that looks like, and uh, we'll do that. Let me switch back to here, and okay, so... Here we are, and let's let me try that and see if that'll work. This is the original one, but I don't know if we'll get sound. Uh, but uh, but if anything, we'll get. Oh, maybe we are. Do you hear that? 
So you don't hear that? Okay. But anyway, we here's there's some visuals here, and so you can see. Oh, yeah, we we could just see the page. We can't see. Anything. Okay, can't see the image. Okay, mm. we're gonna stop that then. But well, it's all as you say. It's all linked from your site anyway. Yeah, it? it's a wonderful trailer, and um, you know, there I will I will uh, once this is done, uh, then we will. Um, let me go back to. Once we go back, once. Once this is all done, of course, everything will be together in the same place, and will make more sense. Uh, let me get rid of screen share. <laughs> okay, now we're back, back, back to normal. But I really want to thank you both for taking the time. Um, that's, there's a few things I want to bring out. Uh, let's go to Sloan first, and right underneath her is uh, the website, dimensionsthemovie.com. I urge you all to visit. There's some fascinating stuff on there. And the link to Kronos is there, too, as well, right? Yes. Awesome. And follow them on Twitter and tweet them. And that is at Dimensions, Mo at Dimensions Movie. Yeah. And, uh, you know, follow them. And there's, uh, and there's also some great stuff there. And it's really an intriguing movie. And I, for one, can't wait to see it. I mean, what I've seen, the trailer and the new trailer, it just looks awesome. And I really can't wait to... Uh, till we yeah. see it and I'm glad it's on demand today yes. and that means I'll be watching it somewhere somehow yeah. <laughs> great thank, well, you. thank you both for taking the time out to um, you know to speak to me this has been a lot of fun uh, sorry to some of the technical difficulties we had but we're, we're working on it's, that it's still amazing <laughs> it is amazing yes. I'm sorry about all the background noise here we're in, we're in a hotel lobby so we're on the road <laughs> You know, I would have never known, but that's, that's the way it works. But uh, thanks, thanks again. Uh, you guys are an amazing couple, and I mean, we could have done an interview just on your work on Batman Begins and Harry Potter too. So I mean, that's that's an to be part of those two uh, projects is amazing in itself too. Yeah. Yeah. they were fun. Yeah, I bet they were. All right. Well, thank you both. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna end this here, and I really want to thank uh, everyone for watching. Great to relive that. A very talented couple that I'm sure we'll be hearing from in years to come. You can catch the video version of that on my YouTube channel. Great to talk to this really talented couple. Until next time on Sci-Fi Talk, this is Tony Tolato. Take care.